Welcome to episode 87 of the Switch Mania Playcast. The episode right before E3. More importantly, right before Series 2 goes live. Well, E3 comes first, but yes, before Series no. 2 goes live. <laughs> Nothing comes first. <laughs> that's right. Instead of focusing on E3, focus on June 15th. That's the day. 5 yes. p.m. Eastern. Yeah, that stuff's going to be insane. And speaking of insane, as we record, I've been driving, and there's a giant accident on the road, because in Georgia, they can't drive in rain. <laughs> that's not good. Oh, craziness. But yeah, so it's... um. It's, we got E3 coming up. There was, um, the time of this recording, there was an actual, um, what video that went up to, right? The Game Awards or something? Uh, the Summer, summer game, uh, game Fest started with Jeff Keighley, so they had, like, their showcase already. Nice. So, yeah, there's been, there's been a lot of goings on. It's called the Summer, uh, the Summer Festival time, right? We get a lot of fun reviews. Yeah. Tomorrow IGN does theirs, and then Saturday starts E3 proper. Nice. And speaking of reveals, I think even today at the time of this recording, we revealed the challenge patches and mm-hmm. revealed the actual um, retro editions of Super Blood Hockey that came in. So all the items are in already, only a couple weeks after we opened pre-order. They look um, so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks awesome, man. We should be shipping within a week uh, for our stuff. I know that for a fact, which is pretty awesome. I'm not sure if that's just part of it or both sides, because um, in real world, there are manning shortages and things, so I think they were doing our retro editions and phased approaches as well. So, it's always it's It's crazy right now between, you know, shorthandedness, a lot of people don't want to work, and just delays in shipping. Uh, It's been a challenge, and it's been an unfortunate uh, turn of events. And I, I will say, we have the best customers out there because they understand that and they're patient. And we greatly appreciate that patience because a lot of this is completely out of our control. The good news is the light's at the end of the tunnel and these retros will be shipping out shortly. Well, and, and what's funny though, Barry, and I 100% agree that our customers are, are awesome. Um, but what's funny is we mentioned like when we're describing what we do, it's like a puzzle, right? Like, mm-hmm. we put all the pieces together. Well, what happens when one piece is missing out of the puzzle? Everything has to stop. And that's what, that's the irony. So if, like, we get a crazy item that gets delayed, like, for example, the books, now we're, like, waiting for for them to ship because we literally ordered them months ago. We're just waiting on the ship, which was delayed because of real-world things. And, like, like, it's it's crazy. And the good news about that is when they finally arrive, all they should have to do is take the retros that they'll be making right now, pop one of those in with the pin and the soundtrack CD, seal it all back up, and good to go. Oh, yeah. It's like, from from the standpoint of what the packaging facility has to do, that's super easy. And everything's there, which is yeah. awesome. Um, I mean, hell, the pins were there, like, before I think the premiums were done. <laughs> yes. <laughs> pins have been there forever. Yeah. Um... So, there has been a lot of things, like yesterday, um, JP opened up a rabbit hole that caused a lot of awesome progress to be done with Premium, um, <laughs> which is ironic, because, like, we were already making progress, and then, like, it just starts. So, I, um, it started with revamping of the website that I did previously, and 
somebody uh, requested, which again, we appreciate everybody that requests options, um, said, hey, when I go over the images, there's like a zoom, but can I, can I just click it and blow up the image? And I'm like, I'm thinking, I'm like, doesn't it already do that? Because I already thought that that was already there. And nope, it wasn't. So <laughs> I looked, I'm like, what the hell? So um, inherently I removed the zoom function and now all you have to do is click and it actually blows it up full screen. And on iPhones, now you can pinch and squeeze. So you can pinch and zoom the images on your phones, not iPhones, but cell phones. So Android too. So you can actually zoom around with your fingers too. So that actually, that rabbit hole though, created a lot more accessibility on the website. It looks so much cooler now. And it was just one little thing that I thought already was. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you don't realize it when you're working on it. And the, the way websites are, I've, I've noticing a lot of things change. Like even when I go to save images, now saves it's more of a pain in the butt than anything else. Well, yeah, exactly. I think my um, I'm gonna move my phone up because my reception might be a little shaky right now. Um, and you're recording, not me. So yes, <laughs> so it's my side. Um, that being said, though, um, the other piece was, and I think we can confirm it for Playcast listeners, and we probably could post it in Discord. Um. There will be about 500 copies of Retros and Deluxes available at pre-order, right? For Series 2, yes. Mm-hmm. There will only yeah. be 500. Because the others are almost 100% allocated. Um, so that means that, like, because we have distributors. Like, we have our international shipping partners, like Video Games Plus and Bizarre Bazaar. Where, like, in the UK, you're not getting charged a crap ton of money. Like, you would have to order from us where we have to charge what we're charged. Um, but those distributors have picked up a lot of copies and we have allocated a certain amount to them and all that's available is 500 for our website. So we decided, you know, do 50, 50, um, and we're doing, we're limiting total to a thousand like, right, Barry? Yes. Total. The total printed is a thousand. So that counts yeah. everything. So it's not like a thousand our site. And then if you're video games plus, if you're buying there, you're getting a thousand. No, they're what, what they're getting for their stock is out of that 1000. Exactly. And that's the retro and deluxes. The premiums are still open pre-order with Absolutely. the bonus being the slipcase and sleeve. Correct. So, so yeah, this is one of those things. If you're listening to the, the playcast and it's not June 15th when you're listening and you want a retro or a deluxe of either Demon's Tear or Robot Name Fight, June 15th at 5 p.m., make sure to order because based on just the the popularity and the, the comments we're getting, I have a feeling these are going to go quickly. And if you want to mm-hmm. secure your order, then definitely. Now, that's not to say that it's impossible to get it after that. There's always a chance that we'll have some cancellations and we'll have some, you know, that distributors don't pick up and we might well, put it back up and later. Barry, but don't, and don't bank on Barry, that. <laughs> dis- distributors wow. will have them. So if you think about the distributors have them, that's an opportunity for them to buy them from like a game store. Correct. So there's that. So now you get to hunt like old school video games. Um, (laughs) But if if you're listening past June 15th and, you know, and and they're still not sold out, (laughs) grab them quickly because uh, I don't see them lasting long. Uh, Yeah. And I mean, I was kind of jokingly telling Barry, like with as much as is allocated with um, a robot named Fight, uh, pretty much we're going to be going to the minimum 
pretty fast with Robot Name Fight um, because we have something that we'll be announcing this weekend. Um, Tomorrow, with actually. A, yeah, with a partnership. Um, and so, like, we're only going to have probably 500 <laughs> premiums available until we're, every single copy at that point is going to have a slipcase and sleeve for Robot Name Fight. If we somehow sell under 500, which could happen, who knows? Gamble's chance, right, Barry? But um, could happen. If it does happen, though, then, you know, whatever we don't sell or pre-order would not have a slipcase and sleeve. Correct. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. <clears throat> we have, uh, we've been doing a lot this week, even. It's just been a crazy busy week for all of us. And for those of you that have paid attention to our social media and have been following us, you'll know that we've been, like, everywhere. We've been, <laughs> we've been putting ourselves everywhere to try and get the message across and it's been a fun week it's been a very busy week but um mm-hmm. you know it started off the week uh i was on nintendo nintendo rama uh talking all premium which is a great great interview and, and podcast if you want to listen to them uh, mm-hmm. then just went live today as a recording uh jeff you and i were on let's get gaming so that is mm-hmm. now live for the listeners they can absolutely check out that interview that's a fun interview we did uh we we have the the uh, deluxe for pigeon dev is coming in so we have an unboxing on nintendo fuse jp did an unboxing as well so you can check those out there and then of course we've had our demons tier plus slipcover reveal earlier yep. this week. we've had the patches this week we've had the retro uh, super blood hockey upgrade this week and tomorrow as of this recording this friday is our robot Friday, we've got not only the reveal of that slipcase that is awesome. That's that's I think Paul's best one. My we've favorite got, for sure. Yeah, we've got the announcement of a partnership, and we also have our next episode of Premium Interviews going live, where I got to sit down with Matt, the creator of Robot Name Fight, and discuss things. So you'll be able to check that out tomorrow too. So there's a All lot when this time. episode launches. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a lot going on. So if you're, you probably have already seen all that by the time you're listening to this, but like, that's maybe not. Yeah. It depends. Depends on how, how fast you get it up. Well, uh, I mean, typically the way we record this stuff, I try to get it up the same day. Well then cool. Then if you're listening to it and it's Thursday night, you have a jam packed episode or, or, or day tomorrow, premium stuff and a whole week. If you haven't caught up with all the stuff, uh, we are really preparing for Tuesday and Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday is going to be an insanely busy day, especially for me, but definitely for you as well, uh, because we've got uh, on top of regular work and all that stuff. We got Tuesday morning, uh, noon Eastern. Of course, Nintendo's doing their direct. We're all going to be watching. It's you know we, we're Nintendo fans. Of course, we love to see what they do. Then from one to four, they're doing their treehouse. We want you to be paying attention to that too. And then ride that hype wave, Nintendo all the way after E3 and go to our site at 5 o'clock Eastern for the pre-orders. But on top of that, hop into our Discord because we're going to be there in voice. Hop into voice. Talk with us. We'll be there live at the the opening of the pre-order window uh, to discuss and ask us questions and just have a good time. Uh, I don't know how long we'll be doing that. I might have to leave a little early because I'll need to eat dinner because I have Nintendo Fuse podcast right after that to record. So my whole entire day is busy. Uh, Jeff might stay there all night doing production stuff and chatting away. Uh, yeah. Who knows? JP will be there or what he'll, he'll be up to. But I might uh, be in a little late, too, just because, yeah. I mean, I work as well. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we in the car. Hey guys, I'm here. I'm here. Oh yeah. Uh, exactly I definitely right. check it out with us. We want we you know premium is a company for the gamers, and we want you to be a part of that too, and uh, just just have fun with it because these are two awesome releases, and uh, a lot of people oh. have been asking for series too. It's absolutely our favorite to date, and our goal is every single series to raise the bar. Oh yes. I think we're well on its way to, to doing better and better and better as we, we continue on down the line. And I do have to mention, if you have yet to pick up our Series 1 releases, they are, in fact, getting lower and lower. Uh, some distributors have been reaching us out to us and saying, hey, I've sold all my allocated copies. I want more copies of Blood Hockey. I want more copies of Pigeon Dev. The, the deluxe is coming in. The retro will be shipping out shortly. And uh, those, I think, once people see them and open them up and get those unboxings, I think the remaining stock of those will go away. And then there's the Super Blood Hockey Retro Upgrade. There's less than 1,000 total. And we are less than half now in remaining. So if you have Super Blood Hockey or you're thinking about picking it up, this retro upgrade's great. And again, none of this stuff is planned to be reprinted. So if it's one of those things that you don't want to miss out on, you want for your collection, whether you're going for a full Switch set or your full premium set or just a full like limited uh, company set, uh, you don't want to miss out because these will be going away soon and then they're gone. Exactly. Yeah, and like as Barry said, hit the nail right on the head is that we really don't have any intention of doing reprints. We want to put more games out there. We want more new physical experiences for the Nintendo switch. And, you know, we're doing different things like our events. When we have like a, a, a launch and a shipment, it's going to be now we're going to be you know doing challenge matches again and oh, going down that it's going to be fun. And so like, that's the other thing. And then what we're going to be introducing with series two is going to be the second chance sales, which will be fun. So essentially we do our pre-order window from 15 June to 15 July, like Barry was mentioning. And then when everything goes down, we're only going to put up whatever we have remaining at the second chance sale. Mm -hmm. So then it's your second chance. And then once that's sold out, it's sold out. We may have stock on there for a while. If we have a lot, if we don't have a lot, it'll be gone. And we're already telling you, we're anticipating that there's not going to be a lot of a robot named fight. Um, Demon sir. We don't know uh, because you'll see um, based off the partnership announcement, why we're going to have less robot named fight because we have a really cool fun thing that we're doing with we, it we will also say this too um when we presented to our we have a bunch of different distribution partners um mm -hmm. both robot named fight and demon seer plus and we showed them the retros and the deluxes we had multiple not just one multiple of our partners actually ask us if they can buy the entire run they want all, like, of them. <laughs> all of them and we're like no we can't do that um no. so there there's a demand they know like these are the these are creme de la creme as they say games and uh, they are so we we always like no 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 you're gonna limit how many you can have but you know we have no idea how fast they're gonna go but we we, we want to make sure everybody who is interested in these gets them so these are our warnings these are you know make sure to get them june 15th yeah, and I mean, my thing is, is that, yeah, I want us to be able to grow and also people to be able to buy from us. Yes. So, like, <laughs> distributors are great, but, like, I still want at least half of what we do at minimum goes at directly minimum. to the customers at minimum. So that way you don't have to go through a different company. 
Um, you know what? This this could be a telling, like an almost like an experiment. You know, it, we yeah. we learn as we go. You know, it's, we learned a lot from Series One to improve Series Two, and we're still going to be learning from Series Two to improve Series Three. So, you know, if we wind up saying, "Holy crap! Look, those 500 sold out within the first hour." Oh wow, maybe maybe we have to look into maybe doing fifteen hundred or so or, or, or bigger print uh, runs. Or for, for retro and deluxe. Retro yeah. deluxe, yeah. We don't know. So and we're only basing this off of series one. So this it all depends. We we don't want to be like, oh no, you know, it's screw it's you're always missing out. It's gotta be like the old school limited run days where if you didn't F five the second it went up, you lost out on the game. We we don't want that. But we also mm-hmm. don't want to be sitting, oh, we printed 3,000 retro editions and we're sitting on 2,500 of them that we can't move. <laughs> we we yeah. want to be smart about it because we want, to, we want to have that extra money instead and put it towards our next releases and get more of these great indie digital-only titles out into the physical realm. Exactly. And, I mean, we've heard the argument that, oh, you have to, um, and this from distributors and such, is like, well, you have to, depends on the title. And that's what they'll tell us how much they'll buy is depends on what title it is and everything. Our issue is that everything we sign, we love. So regardless of the title, like we want it to do well. So we're not going to sign anything that we don't like. So it's not like, oh, well, we're going to have this title only get 500 and this title is going to get 3000. Like we want them all to do well. So exactly. it's, it's, a, it's a tough thing to, uh, to go about. And it'll be interesting going forward as we continue to grow too, because as more people find out about us, it's going to make things more scarce. And like you said, we don't want to turn into like a old school limited no. run or something where we just sell out in seconds. And then we're like, sorry, uh, it's why we have the open pre-order and the premiums. Yes. And that's one of the reasons we're also doing the slipcover to, to pretty much reward those that are supporting us during the pre-order because, you know, a lot of a lot of people did say, oh, why should I bother pre-ordering? I'll just wait till they're in stock, especially when, with Series 1 when we were a brand new company. And, yeah. you know, there people have been burned before, myself included. I got burned mm-hmm. by several companies. Uh, so it's like, okay, you know, I, I kind of get that mentality. But now people know we're real. People know we've got the product out there. And we want to really reward those that are putting their faith in us that we're going to deliver an amazing product that we like we did in series one and uh, that's where you're getting these this awesome slip cover and uh, and and this the dust sleeve too and, oh, and i think when people see that robot name fight tomorrow i will say this i shared that with matt though that the creator of robot name fight saw it first and he was so floored he had to send it to his wife and his wife was like <laughs> that's effing amazing and it was so cool to see because it was his first time seeing it so he's super hyped for it and uh you and the creator is super hyped for something you know it's going to be good because it's their own creation they they judge things a little more harshly than everybody else do yeah and i will say like we mentioned earlier my favorite of paul's work yes. so far and i mean literally I give him a theme and he goes with it. And um, ironically, um, did you know something? Speaking of Paul, as a segue to Demon's Tear. Yes. Did you know that the three females on his slip cover were based off of real people? That I did not know. So he literally, when he posted it up on Facebook, when we, when we finally shared it, he's like, hey, just so you know, I based these off of these three people. And they're like uh, makeup artists. And huh. like cosplayers, but they're more makeup artists like, where they do like different scary moving horror makeup and things. And so like all of their costumes and things show the cleavage that are in the pictures. So now I'm like, 
do we need to submit it to the SRB and see if they'll accept it with said cleavage just because be like, Hey, well, it's based off of these people and that's their style of posting when they post online. Because like we have a cleavage version and a covered up version, a PC version. Um, now my nine year old, she said she appreciated the non inappropriate version. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so, it's it's unfortunate we've been censored already. <laughs> um, but that being said, because there's actually a real life aspect to it, I'm like, oh, that's kind of different um, and interesting. But yeah, the actual um, the actual models per se that they were they were utilized for the drawings, they were floored and and honored to be part of it. Like one of the girls said, she was fangirling. Thinking out that she's going to be on the cover of a Switch game. You <laughs> know, they're not I'm, gamers. <laughs> I'm wondering, do you think it would be possible for us to be able to print a like the original art on a slipcover and just make it like a you know like a special thing, like a non-censored version? Would well, be- I will tell you that Paul, in in the agreement with Paul, he has carte blanche to do art prints. So okay. he he should have our art like without any kind of copy on it, which yes, means he does it. have. Yeah, so I'm saying he drew it, but what I'm saying is is he should have the art printed as prints at on his table. So when we go to conventions, we have people if we have any if we had extra slip covers, we'd be like, hey, you bought a slip cover. Paul's here, the artist. You can have him sign it, and then he'll have some art on his table too to sell, or we'll have him there and and have him sell too. But yeah, like that was. Paul can absolutely and should have it at Good. conventions and classic game fest in Austin that I'll be at next month. He'll be there. So I'll be there with him. That's cool. Now I'm thinking this, like the actual slip cover itself, like not just the print, but like the, like get a slip cover non-censored. I wonder if we could do something like that. Maybe as a giveaway or something. Since Nintendo, I mean, we could, like, we oh, could print can't. it. Yeah, we could print it. Cause I mean, we have outside of uh, our packaging facility. Like, I mean, I've been doing, retro homebrew for a long time see that'd be kind of cool that'd be a nice giveaway you know like here's the uncensored slipcase mm-hmm. as long as i mean because the thing is is when we're doing it as long as we never put it at retail and we just give away the slipcase itself yeah that's what um, i'm saying and we don't we don't sell it yeah i think that wouldn't be an issue at all that's like that's well, that's where nintendo would take an issue with it is if we were putting it at retail or selling it on we'll see site. now you can let us know go to our discord and yeah. there's a Switch Mania Playcast channel in there. Go there uh, and tell us, hey, we we would like that type of giveaway. And and you know definitely uh, you know if you tag us on social media as well, hey, I would like that kind of giveaway. Or leave us a voice message and anchor. Let us know if that's something like, hey, that would be really cool. Um, maybe it's something we'll do in the future as a nice little giveaway for everybody. And I mean, speaking of Discord and you know people like commenting on things, I a lot of comments on suggestions on what to put in the robot name fight deluxe with a lot of recommendations um so everything from a action figure to keeping pens to um other things right Barry? yeah it was a keychain it was a comic there was a bunch of bunch of great suggestions we, we really haven't discussed exactly what's going to be there as a bonus item yet we well, yeah, that's why we figured we <laughs> let as many people comment as possible and we'll see what uh drives us because with the deluxe, we have time because we have to finish the entire strategy guide first. Yes, and that's so, something yeah. that even even though uh, a lot of people who will be buying this 
uh, we're going to be submitting the carts for production at July 15th. You know, when, once the pre-orders are closed, mm-hmm. so probably July 16th, once we know the total amount, um, that's when we're going to submit it. So naturally, the premium editions will, like Series 1, go out first, um, mm-hmm. mainly because Deluxe, you got that guide that, that Steve's working on now and that you're, you're starting to work on. And, you know, that, that takes time. And once you see, like, the Pigeon Dev Guide, you realize the quality uh, yeah. and why it takes so long. Yeah, and I mean, they're going to take what they take. They likely won't be a part of a traditional series timeline. Um, and we're not going to rack and stack a lot of guides either. So we may have, you know, less deluxes, if that's the case, because we're not going to keep doing more and more guides and backlogging things either. Yeah, that's so, true. Yeah, so we're not going to start a new deluxe version until that previous one is shipped out either. Um, so, yeah, or... Submitted, we'll say. Submitted, yeah. Yeah, because if if Steve and I are still working on the guide, and then we move another guy for pure, but we hadn't finished the guide, that no, we're not doing that. Yeah. We finished Pigeon Dev. It's already in printing. It's already on a freighter being shipped. We're okay going to the next one because we're already working on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would like but to be done before we started, honestly, but like, that's <laughs> my goal. But like, there's not enough time. In there's not enough time. I mean, yeah. there's just so much going on. And who knows, maybe when you retire, uh, they'll be different. You'll be able to churn them out like every other day or something. Who knows? <laughs> I never know. I mean, the way yesterday went, nope. Because I was off yesterday. <laughs> nope. Uh, <laughs> that being said, though, like the Demon's Tier Plus one should be a, a lot easier because you got the oversized st- stats cards, which we did post yeah. with the um, with the slipcase reveal. The stat cards, which I did change a little bit more, um, made it a little fancier, but it's still there. And then, um, so that's that with the CD soundtrack and um, the other items with the retro box and everything. That shouldn't take long to make at all. So, and then it's just getting Nintendo to authorize our cartridge, and then we're we're good to go. Because I've went back and forth with Nintendo like a half a dozen times already. By the way. I was doing that too that I didn't even tell you guys about that I was working on in the rabbit hole. So many rabbit holes. <laughs> it's fun now. Um, speaking of rabbit holes, that's not even a segue. Um, what about <laughs> what, what are the games of the episode this week? Because we're going to get another half a pigeon dev, right? Yes, we are. So th- t- uh, this week we're going to be doing Explosive Jake and we're going to be doing Bucket Night. And if you've already played them, we'd love to hear your thoughts. And if you haven't, you can get these in the Pigeon Dev Games Collection, available at premiumeditiongames.com, along with the Awesome P1 and 2, which you talked about last week. So I'll go ahead and set the wallpaper. Uh, do you want to nice. do wallpaper for both of these, and we'll just talk about both, or do you want to do one at a time? Anyway. One at a time, since they're different games. One at a time, different games. All right, well, we'll start with Bucket Knight. Bucket Knight is a action run and gun platformer game it was released on february 28th 2020 the uh, developer of course is pigeon dev games and uh, the publish the digital publisher is sometimes you while the physical publisher is us premium edition games who's that oh who's that <laughs> so bucket night uh jeff what are your thoughts on bucket night so um bucket night to me was what i call the hidden gem of the Pigeon Dev Games collection. So I knew about Awesome P1 and 2. That's exactly what we wanted to sign, right? Yeah. So um, basically Bucket Knight, I had no clue about. And so when I played it for the first time, I'm like, oh, so this is like Awesome P, but with guns. Mm-hmm. You can shoot everything and jump on stuff. And 
like and then there's different types of goals and there's stuff to collect and doing all this extra stuff so it's it's more of the um the gamey experience but still with short palatable levels yes per se um and having worked on and went to each piece of the levels in the guide it's um it's pretty in depth and pretty crazy but it's still really fun for speedrunners to tackle which i thought was cool yeah it's um I'm, i like that that term that hidden gem though i agree yeah. with yeah yeah and no, i mean i also really like to be, to be able to um upgrade your weapons and they all have different stats reaches and damage rates um i like that a lot with it and the different enemy types there's actually a surprising amount of enemies um and there's actually a hidden little easter egg where explosive jake is in there i did not find that that's really cool he's an enemy type so yeah he's a little bit later in the game um yeah it's interesting Uh, how far did you get in the game barry i got to i think the fourth area or the third area no third area i got to the like three dash something three dash two three dash three um nice I, I've I mean, tried with, to with collect all, all the these coins. Games, <laughs> all these games, you might as well not even ask me because I had to play everything thoroughly for the for the guide. So it's like, yeah, yeah. so inherently. Available. Yeah, I, I was trying to get all all the coins until I realized, like, oh, you know, it's I don't necessarily need all the coins. Just and then just started trying to get through and trying to get through, and then I started doing that speed run thing. Like, how fast can I go through? And and certain enemies were slowing me down because I'm like, oh no, I want to kill them. Like. There's so many so many facets of how to get through the levels, which is cool. And I do agree, like I said, that that hidden gem. I think this one is a, a lot of fun. No one talks about. Uh, there's, there's a lot to it. And uh, I think this is the one. Like, if you're going to say, which game should I play? Just one. I would honestly say Bucket Knight. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, because for me, I really do love the awesome P games, but I knew about them. The fact that I didn't know about Bucket Knight is the um, the real interesting piece. And, I mean, for me personally, I feel like it's more fun to speedrun than to collect everything. If there had been some kind of upgrade system with the coins more so than beyond you know, just what inherently it has, it would, there would have been more reason to collect all the coins. But um, as Barry, as you said, though, like it's, it really lends itself to a couple different ways of playing. And if you're a completionist, then you do all the things anyways. All so, the things. All the things. Um, and the patch earning for any of the games in the Pigeon Dive is just to complete the game. So, yep. um, yeah, we both completed the Awesome P series. So, like, we already completed it prior to that. But um, we had a few... Uh, customers that actually completed all four games. Yeah, that, they really went all out, which is awesome. That <laughs> was hilarious. And I'm like, really? You beat them all? Like, what? Okay, cool. That's awesome. And um, it's interesting, too, because as we mentioned uh, last week, the developer doesn't read or speak English, so it'd be interesting to see her take on things when it comes to like the different responses and how many people are playing and enjoying the games. Um what was um what was your favorite part though, Barry, of, of Bucket Knight? I think just I like the up the fact that there's the upgrades. But yeah. it the way it controls, like there were times where I felt like Awesome P might have been just a little looser on the controls. I feel like Bucket Knight controlled really well. Um 
the 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 double jump, which is something I forgot about, was a nice feature. I really like I like games with double jumps, and mm-hmm. I like not having the one hit KO. <laughs> that that awesome P ad, you know. I like I like oh I messed up, but I don't have to do the whole level again, kind of deal. Yeah, like the how- uh, the controls are much tighter in in Bucket Night, which is preferable. But you're not a P anymore. You're not a greedy P. You're you're a knight. So the you're, knight you're, should be a little clunky. You're a bucket knight with a barrel on his head instead of a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it is a crazy thing. And uh, I mean, you know, Pigeon Dev, they ha- she has a very uh, unique sense of humor. That's for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's a good transition though to go over to um, Explosive Jig. So Explosive Jake came out March 18th, 2020 on the Switch. It was developed, again, by Pigeon Dev Games, uh, published digitally by Sometimes You and physically by us at Premium Edition Games. And Explosive Mm -hmm. Jake is a game very similar to Bomberman, the original Bomberman, not like Bomberman 64 or Bomberman, Saturn Bomberman or anything like that, but like old school Bomberman 1 NES style. And I would say this one would be your fun bonus game. Um, I, I enjoy Bomberman, but I enjoy like Bomberman on the Saturn where it's chaos. This is very, 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 very basic. Like, it's just like a proof of concept that she could do Bomberman. The developer could do Bomberman. Um, you go from one side to kill all the enemies and then find the exit. And it's super simple. Um, so this and, and Buck and I, these are two games that are only available physically with us. They haven't yep. received any physical release anywhere else. So the only way to get them is in this Pigeon Dev Games collection, which is really cool. Um, and like this game would not have gotten a physical if we hadn't put it on the multi-application cart. And this is where Barry really does like having the multi-application yep. carts because we get games like this that you would not get physically. It would not be preserved. Because it wouldn't merit an individual release. Because it's a very small, proof of concept, fun bonus game. Um, That being said, I mean, there's not even really, there's not even that many upgrades or anything like that. It's just a straightforward kill enemies with bombs and get to the exit, right? It's it's very basic. It is definitely, like you said, a bonus game. And and that's, that's what I love to do, is I would love to just, whatever we can get on it even if it's even if it's not a good game like if if a studio said i got these three bangers they're amazing and then i've got this one which was my first game it's really not that good you know what it doesn't deserve its own physical if we could throw it on there as a bonus i consider that more bang for your buck i consider that you're you're getting a more complete package even if it's the weakest link of them all you're still getting it and still being preserved and you know what what one person may find is a weak link another one may say you know what i had a lot of fun with that weak link so I like giving people that option. And I'm glad yeah. that we did include Explosive Jake onto this instead of just just be the other three games. And while I do think personally it is the weakest of the four games, uh, mm-hmm. I, I grew up with Bomberman, including Bomberman 1, right from the start. And uh, I had a lot of fun kind of going back to that simplicity of it. Uh, that being said, uh, it is slow, and uh, if you you grew up with your later Bomberman or never played a Bomberman game, and said, "Oh, maybe I, well, let me try bomb this as my Bomberman," I would not recommend this as your your uh, take on this is what Bomberman's like because that series has greatly evolved, uh, and this is this is more on the basic side. But it's still a lot of fun 
if you enjoy this the more slow melodic approach like in order to kill enemies you have to hit them with your bombs so you have to time your bomb you know placings so that they while the enemies are going through their path they get hit by the bomb blast and you yourself most importantly have to get out of the bomb blast because you will kill yourself uh right in the beginning probably as you learn how long and how wide the bomb's blast is and uh but it's a lot of fun if if that is your take it is but again it i do feel unfortunately it is the weakest link but it's a bonus game exactly and i mean we've said it before um if we went back and and themed the collection it would be the austin p collection with bonus games of bucket knight and um explosive jake so that way we could theme the art from a production standpoint would be much more crazier to do those muted game boy colors and aesthetics um whereas with doing the whole collection we had to theme everything holistically equally across all four games and as we mentioned explosive jake is absolutely a bonus game it shouldn't have had the same billing as the others um but again we didn't want to also degradate what the developer did either correct so yeah (laughs) So while we love Awesome P1 and 2, and Buck and I was an awesome little fun treat bonus that we didn't expect, um, Explosive Jake would have been, if that would have been an individual release, absolutely a hard pass. But part of a four-game multi-application card, that's value right there. Yeah, and that's that's where going forward I want to keep pushing uh even if there's no central theme even if it's just an bonus game it's kind of like if you remember the sonic mega collection on the gamecube uh i believe that one had the vector man games in it one and two nothing to do with sonic but hey you know what bonus game thrown in like more value uh, who doesn't yeah. like that yeah i mean that is true as long as it you know works out for a release we will likely try to do multi-application cards in the future i mean sunshine anthology is too Camp Sunshine yeah. and Sunshine Manor, which yes. which is funny because even the developer themselves only marketed Sunshine Manor, and everybody's like, "Oh, what's this Camp Sunshine thing?" So we actually highlighted it in the series two direct. Yeah, because a lot of people don't like, realize. And they're like, "Holy crap, this game's awesome!" Like, well, that's why we signed and put our name on the Kickstarter was because how awesome Camp Sunshine is. Like, we love that game, and then the bonus was Sunshine Manor, which is <laughs> going to be awesome too. So, like. Yeah, and and even if that developer said to us like, oh yeah, by the way, we ha- I have this other game, you know, it has nothing to do with Sunshine, but do you want to throw it on the cart? I'd be like, yeah, sure, why not? It's more, you know, it just adds more value because I love that. I love preserving as many games as possible, and unfortunately, there are certain games that just they don't. When I mean they don't merit a, a standalone, it's that it's it's hard for people to justify paying thirty, forty bucks. Uh, for some of these games, just standalone. But when they're part of a collection, I think that's great because they they yeah. do get a, a chance at preservation. Exactly, and it's just like it depends on how solid the games are when it comes from a financial piece too. Because we don't want to take a game that's two dollars in the eShop and then put it out physically. Uh, Go by itself. It's an amazing yeah. game. Yeah, like that's when we want to try to do the multi-application. Um, the other piece is is that there are companies out there that are absolutely against doing multi-application game releases i mean you're seeing what blaster master zero one two and three i'll get individual releases because that's how limited run games wants to do it versus in asia they got them all three on one so they like to give every game the full billing of the artwork and 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 being in production i will 100 percent argue that same fact because having to throw two him hog games together would be a really crappy artistic aspect it wouldn't be as cool as having 
um, a robot named Fight by itself. Whereas we have robot named Fight and this other game that has nothing to do with it. Like from an artistic perspective, that would suck because then we got to have everything in the robot named Fight would have this Himhod thing in there. <laughs> and you know, so I'm using Himhod. Unless, yeah. unless you just do it as a bonus game and don't give it any billing at all and just have it on the card. <laughs> You could and do that then too. You risk, then you risk like it not getting any attention. That sucks too. So, <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that's a fun bonus. Could you imagine if every game that you went and bought had a bonus game that was not billed? So you put the card in Switch, and suddenly two icons just popped up. Every game was like, "Oh, I got it. What's this? What's my bonus game this time?" I think that'd be <laughs> kind of fun. <laughs> call, it, call it the Barry Bonus. There you and go. Premium Barry Bonus. And premium Barry Bonus. I like that. I think I think people would like that too. But it's but, only it's only mentioned inside the strategy guy, or not inside <laughs> inside the manual or something. Yeah, but I mean, to me, I think there's just a lot of value, like you said, and I agree. From a production standpoint, you know, the full color art looks better. And, and obviously makes things easier. At the same time, from A, a person who has very little space, and B, a person who would like to save some money, um, I would rather, instead of paying $60 for two separate releases, pay mm-hmm. $30 for one release and both of them there. So it takes a... That's one more game I could fit on my shelf now. That's me. I will, I will tell you, though, where JP and every other collector out there spidey senses is tingling which you didn't think about is okay so we gave a bonus very bonus out there that's not mentioned anywhere now there's nowhere on your collection that states that that game's in your collection (laughs) it's just just on the it bothers everyone but you i will tell you that because because like there are people who complain that the same game that there's two games on the spine with like aladdin and lion king and they're like, yeah, I want them to be on their own. So I've seen people like okay. separate them. I I understand things like that where it's where it's like uh, there's a couple games like that, like uh, Ghost 1.0 and uh, on on Epic, I think from PlayAsia on the Switch or like that. Especially when they're there, where they're two different letters, you know, like oh, where where do I mm-hmm. put this? Um, then I so imagine <laughs> worse where we have a game and we don't even mention the other one and it's a random one and then but, from but what about a- compilations like you know like the Sega Pigeon Genesis Death. compilation well obviously yeah right. but I mean it's like Sega Genesis compilation uh, that's on the Switch you, you file that under S for Sega Genesis those all those games on there aren't like probably you don't put Sonic One Sonic Two you know like they're not listed under under there they're not also not a multi-application card though you're right they're not. There's yeah, other app- a, application cards from like Japan where it's just like so and so collection. Come RPG. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I mean, I mean, it it pisses me off because I've covered games in the Switch collector, and they're like, oh, Dragon Sinkers now on the Chemco RPG collection volume, whatever, one, two, three, whatever, and it's like, oh, great. So now that's One in my book with different now games. That's, now it's in my book, and it's not list, listed anywhere, and they call and the title's named differently. Um, I almost missed Quad Fighter. Um, which is yeah. in the U.S. It's called Kayuki something else on B-Side. And it's the same game. I had, I found out from screenshots once I played it. I'm like, oh, this is a game that's in Switch Collector Volume 2. Deleted. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that. But you can't please everybody. Just My thing is, just be happy that a game has a physical preservation in some form. <laughs> as opposed yeah. to. I will, I will say, though, that I, we would never put out anything that wouldn't be labeled um, or marketed properly. Because that would be bad. Because <laughs> otherwise it would be like, oh. Yeah. Uh, did this game right here get a physical release? And people were like, no, it's not listed anywhere online. Well, it was a bonus game on the back of Premium Edition in 
this random game and it was not listed anywhere but when you, you put know the cartridge I, in, it I think we up. should just reach out to developers and say hey how about this if you want to give us your game for free, we'll throw it in as a bonus. You won't get anything. You won't be billed. It'll just be <laughs> bonus to the people and see what happens. <laughs> I will tell you, and this is for the listeners, Barry will take this to the grave, this idea, even though it's terrible. <laughs> I don't know. Listeners, let us know. Would you like just random bonus games to just pop up when you pop in your premium edition games? <laughs> <laughs> then then oh, it'll be like, it's like you know a pack of cards you know it's like a gamble it's like oh i open this pack of cards you have no idea what's in there you, you know and, and it's the same thing it's like well i'm buying robot named fight but i have no idea what else i'm gonna get let's see what i get <laughs> <laughs> random frizzafran <laughs> on the most no. off the wall games <laughs> calculator that's how. that's how we can get calculator <laughs> how we get calculator Oh, premium day calculator already. <laughs> Just a hidden bonus game. <laughs> Could you imagine the, the the craze people would have after the calculator was announced and so many people were like, do it, do it, do it. If that was like the bonus game, like Demon's Tier Plus. <laughs> it was just like, oh, there's calculator. It was done. <laughs> Our wishes were granted. We already have it preserved physically forever. We didn't tell anybody about it, but we did it. Now, now you're gonna hear people start saying like, "Oh, Premium Edition's doing calculator. It's been confirmed. It hasn't been confirmed. I'm just shooting this shit." But room yep. in the night sky. Hey, you know what? Room in the night sky would be really funny if we can get that as a bonus. Oh my god, that'd be great. But <laughs> it, that all depends on developers. And <laughs> I don't think anybody would want their game to go for free on something. <laughs> no, of course not. But hey, you never say never, right? Magically, could I now watch developers are listening to this and they start sending us messages like, I don't mind, you can give my game away for free on, on cart, make it a bonus game, make it a bonus game. <laughs> and I can see Jeff's eyes rolling, like, son of a bitch, what'd you do, Barry? <laughs> it's all your fault. I'm just, I'm shaking my head on this audio only podcast. <laughs> oh, I'm sure our listeners are loving this, though. What the hell, Barry? Oh, <laughs> uh, <sighs> gotta have some Crazy. fun, right? craziness That's so it. um so what are we covering for the next episode since in between episodes we're going to be live so we're obviously next episode we're going to talk about how crazy things are or how calm things are which i doubt <laughs> for, for series two no so so uh since we just did the last game that, uh, of series one because we did do super blood hockey a while back uh we're going to move actually into series two because we want to discuss and talk about these games because they're awesome. And maybe someone hasn't seen the footage or, or doesn't know what to expect. Uh, so next week's episode, during the first week of, of our uh, pre-order window, we're going to be doing Demons Tier Plus. Nice. And I will tell you, I'm going to need some time with Robot Named Fight because I need to get good. I am not good <laughs> enough for that game yet. And yes, I am doing the strategy guide. I need to get better is challenging is is definitely challenging but demons tier will be awesome i've been playing the hell out of it already um yeah. and i'm gonna play it. i i want to play it more it's just so much time in the day to do stuff so yeah, um, yeah. so we're doing demons tier plus next time and right. uh, of course if that's a game you like uh the pre-orders will be open so you'll be able to grab it and if you haven't grabbed Pigeon Dev Games Collection yet, and you get getting all four of these games. Uh, they're still available on our site as of right now. Uh, we don't know. They could wind up selling out during the, these next pre-order windows as people want to grab all four games at once. Uh, so if you're on the fence, 
you listen to us, see how we like these four games. Um, pretty much, you know, shit or get off the pot, as I say, you know, <laughs> you don't, don't, don't miss your opportunity to own these physically uh, because once they're gone, they're gone. Craziness. You know, what's funny is um, I, we were talking about this before with like we were talking about what games we were playing. And I started Trails of the Cold Steel, which yes. Barry's been bugging me. But I'm playing the original, the first one on yes. the Vita. Yeah, and it's I fun. made the mistake of asking Barry how long it takes. And he said, oh, like, said I need to do 100 hours. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, so if I play an hour a week. Well, no, 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 no. See, okay, that also depends on how much you do. So I am not doing a completionist, Barry. Okay, well, then it's going to take you less time. Yeah, but how much? I didn't go to the website, howmuchtobeat.com. Uh, how long? That's so. That's the thing, though, is that like so. Say it takes a hundred hours for all three games, and I play an hour a day. That's going to take me a year, Barry, of playing an hour every single day. You know what? Day. It's totally, totally worth it. No, oh, so I, all right, Barry said it. Everybody, everybody who likes premium. We're going to pause premium for a year, so that way, because I instead of spending an hour on premium, I'm going to spend an hour on <laughs> Trails of the Cold Steel. I can't do that. So there's no way realistically I can play those games right now. Um, which is pretty funny. I'm going to play part one and I'll get done with it in like a year. You know what? <laughs> play part one, you're not doing 100% and see, who knows, you might wind up staying up late and getting hooked. Never know, but I doubt it. So um, so I'm looking I'm at how long to beat.com just so you're aware. It says mm-hmm. the main story for part one is 60 hours, they say. Holy part two is 48, shit. part three is uh. 67, and part, th- uh, well, part three is 62 and a half, and part four is 67. Now, if you go the completionist route, it's 106, Whoa. 105, 124, and 151. Yeah. So it would take me about a year every <laughs> single day dedicated. I have about an hour a week, Barry. So <laughs> it's going to take me over a year just to beat part one if I actually play it an hour a week, which in reality, I need to play Demon Sphere. And I need to play all of our other games because I'm doing Strategy Guide on Robot Name Fight. So I got to get good. And then we got other new stuff that JP keeps sending us. Because he does. Yeah, um, we just got gonna, a new one today. <laughs> and we're going to be covering for a future podcast. Yes. So, yeah. So, that's the interesting piece, though. Is that, And honestly, it's a weird, weird thing where it's not enough time to play games. It's crazy. Never thought I'd be into that route. Um, five-year plan, now the four-year plan. Um, once I'm you know done with my main job, I'll have more time. And then I will have gaming time. And I'll be able to knock some stuff out. It should be great. Mm-hmm. Animal. That's where my backlog comes in. Hey, you hear here, you can make Jeff retire earlier, make Premium Edition more successful so Jeff can retire and do more cool stuff for Premium. See? That's true. That's true. But yeah, that's the weird thing to think about is like, yeah, if I, right now with my current hour a week that I actually can game, um, yeah, luckily I played the Pigeon Dev games a while ago and I had some time. Um, but like literally if I stop doing premium an entire day on a weekend, I can game and I can spend like a good eight hours, 10 hours playing. That still doesn't beat trails of the cold steel. Whereas most <laughs> of the smaller switch games I can beat and play and enjoy. So, um, I, we did no premium last year when we did Xeno. Like I was literally working yeah. on, cause we were waiting on responses from Nintendo and stuff. I was literally playing Xenoblade Chronicles. That was engrossing. Well, you know what? Right now, too, it's very, very busy. And it comes lulls. You know, it comes and goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so much yep. to do right now for this pre-order and, and finishing production and the, the guide. Once that's done and that's all, you know, being manufacturing, you have that kind of lull where you can take a bit of a breather. And you deserve a bit of a breather well, before I will tell Series you 3 ramps it back that, up. 
Yeah, because Series 2 right now, I'm finishing up all the different pieces. Just finished the one manual, but I still got some other other pieces to finalize, plus make Nintendo requested modifications, because Nintendo will tell us what needs to be changed um, on every single piece. Will. And yes, we submit everything to Nintendo, so that way there's no questions, and we give them a whole um, outline of how our puzzle fits together, too. So, like, that way, because we've had, like, developers reach out to JP, are you getting this approved? And we're like, yeah. Like, JP would ask me, I'm like, of course we are. Like, Nintendo has to approve it all. But, like, it's, I could, I think because they just don't bother because it's a pain. It's like, no, we want these items in our releases. We're going to make sure we do it right. You're going to do something. If you're going to do something at all, you got to do it right. Absolutely. Well, speaking of doing things, we've we've had a busy day already today. And we've got a busy night ahead of doing more Mm -hmm. premium stuff. So, what do you say we end this here? And we'll see everybody, of course, at the pre-order window opening on the 15th. Yeah, well, when we record on, on the 15th. We're not going to record. But. <laughs> We're not going to record. We'll, we'll, we'll be there. We can just, rec- just throw Skybound record it. It'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Jeff, where can everyone find you? So, everybody can find me banging my head on my keyboard every week, <laughs> uh, trying to appease Nintendo and all the other things. Um, Actually, uh, I am available on Facebook and at the on the Twitters at Hagen's Alley and at Hagen's Alley Books on Instagram. Um, those of you that supported the Mortal Kombat book last week, I appreciate it. Um, Warner Brothers decided to just like take it down because it got too much momentum. Um, they did some kind of copyright thing, but it's not our books within fair use. So when we replied to them with that, they gave us a whole roundabout thing, which literally just mentioned that we had to put unofficial on everything, which we've done now. And so that should be unhidden in another week or so. And then that way that book will be back up for pre-order on Kickstarter. If Kickstarter says no, we'll figure out a different way. But I appreciate all the support because we had like the biggest first day that we've ever had on Kickstarter. It was crazy, Barry. Um, it really but, was. Yeah, I mean, that book's been in the works for six years by the authors. Like, they already reached out to Warner Brothers. They're just being jerks to the authors, which sucks because I'm here helping out the small authors, too. And... Okay, Warner Brothers, we got you. You don't want us to talk about Mortal Kombat. That's censorship. We have a First Amendment in the United States. So sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that being said, that's also a thing that's going on. Um, But I'm going to continue uh, making progress on Premium Edition Games. And I'm on PremiumEditionGames.com as well as posting all the updates in the Discord so they see it first. Mm -hmm. Uh, What about you, Bear? You could find me at Twitter, at Hawk Hellfire. You can find me on Facebook and on YouTube at Nintendo Fuse. Of course, mention the Discord. You can find me at the Premium Edition Games Discord, where we'd love to hear from you. So please let us know. Give us your feedback. You can also find me on our support email. So if you have problems and you email, you're most likely going to get me in response, and I will do my best to help you. And of course, PremiumEditionGames.com. Please go there. Be ready for the 15th. We've got a <laughs> wonderful, wonderful day planned, and uh, you're not going to want to miss out those retros and the deluxe because those are awesome. And I can't wait for people to see what we're revealing tomorrow, that slipcase. Oh, it's so gorgeous. Oh, yeah. We're going to see. The hype will be real. Uh, <laughs> well, thanks, everybody, for listening, and we will see you next time. Have a good one.